Hello, everyone. Well, my surgeon got COVID and my knee surgery was postponed for two weeks. I allowed myself to be irrationally irritated for 24 hours before embracing the silver lining, which is that The Bachelors came out during that time. Some guy in Austin and I had the chance to podcast our thoughts and feelings concerning the young men who will be vying for the love of not one, but two bachelorettes. That's right, Gabby and Rachel will be returning to your local ABC station on July 11th. They are more than willing to help each other in their respective journeys to find love. Besties, that is until they fall for the same guy and are forced to duke it out in mud wrestling or pillow fights. The winner takes it all. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 267 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. It's been a minute since we've been together talking about Bachelor-related stuff, which we're going to get to in just a second. I would just like to tell everybody that, no, I did not have knee surgery because my surgeon got COVID. So, yay, you get another episode this week. Very exciting. And there's, it is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will tell you, there's nothing like dragging out a traumatic event. <laughs> Isn't it the best? <laughs> and yeah. so I had such irrational hatred and anger towards COVID on Monday. I yeah. was so mad because yeah. my surgery was on Tuesday morning. And I thought they were calling me to tell me what time to be there. And they said, oh, he has COVID. Yeah. Well, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. But I was. Now, have you, uh, is, is this kind of like when they. And I, you know, I've never had any uh, bones or knees or joints replaced, um, but I'm just I'm curious if it's sort of like putting your dog down and then you don't put it down. Like, have you said goodbye to your knee joint? Is there a process? Like, where where are we in that whole? Process? You know, I never thought about that until my friend Rennell said. Well, this just gives you two more weeks to say goodbye to your knee, who was very good to you for 46 years. Yeah. And I thought, really? Yeah, oh, exactly. I didn't even think about that. Just, yeah. just, yeah, mourning maybe something that's like, not going to be there. <laughs> maybe you get them to like put the patella in a formaldehyde uh, <laughs> jar or something. <laughs> you know, it takes him 30 minutes to do the whole thing. That's And incredible. I thought... Oh, let's take 45, you know, maybe an hour. You you, yeah. you do your best in there, mister. It's not yeah, a race, maybe, but 30 minutes. You're, you're willing to mix in a lunch break or a snack <laughs> or something. It feels like they're just going to crack the top part of my knee off and then glue another one on. Yeah. And here we go. Well, and look, my I, favorite is when he said, it, it's going to be a pretty bad scar. And I said, yeah. dude, have you seen my knee already? It looks yeah. like a shark attack, which is what I tell people sometimes. So, well, that's a good conversation starter for sure. But I, I, um, I will tell you that the my, my next door, my across the street neighbor, hmm. um, who is probably twice your age, <laughs> as most uh, people who get a knee replacement yeah. are, I understand, yeah. had a knee replacement. Um, uh, I guess about six or eight weeks ago, mm -hmm. and uh, I came home the other day, and there was a Amazon package on my porch, which is not surprising. The only thing surprising about it is that it wasn't, you know, surrounded by 10 more. <laughs> Some guy has a, 
a problem. <laughs> it didn't have your name on it. That was surprising exactly. too. <laughs> yeah, so I looked and it, it had my neighbor's name on it. And I turned around and she happened to be walking or, you know, she happened to be walking out of her front door. And I said, um, her name's Lisa. I said, Lisa, I got a package for you. And darn it, if she didn't just bound down the, the stairs right there and, and get her package. So anyway, if it's, if she can recover. Yeah. That quickly, I'm I'm hopeful for you, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking about your, your new <laughs> knee joint. I have high hopes for it. Yeah. I do. I have high yeah. hopes. I just hope my left leg can keep up now that the right leg's going to be bionic. It's going to well, be fine. I, I will commit to you that um, our first podcast after your surgery, I will have some knee-related jokes, <laughs> maybe some puns. You don't need like to do that. <laughs> don't get all bent out of shape. We're funny. <laughs> Stop right there. Okay. It's the best two minutes of podcasting right there. It was. Scene. I think the best thing to do right now is to just pivot and talk about the upcoming Bachelorette season. It's probably, what, a month away right now? Yeah, it's a month away. It starts July 11th. Okay. And just remind people and you, because it took me a minute. If you had said, who are the bachelorettes? I would have had to think about their names, Yeah, but I, I know I, them now, <laughs> but I would have thought the girl with the voice and the squinty blonde with eyebrows, but it is Gabby and she is 31. I want everybody to remember that We're, that's going to come up a lot on the episode. And then Rachel, who is 26. Now okay. here's the thing that we do not know. I I try not to do spoilers. I don't actively go out and look for things, but I try to do some light research just to see how this thing is going to go because we've never done this before. It's, it's unprecedented in 19 seasons of The Bachelorette. From what I gather, it is not you're going to have two at the beginning and then you decide who's going to be The Bachelorette. Remember we did that with Caitlin and the other girl named Britt. And the guys got to choose yeah. who they wanted. Remember? Like, yes. There was like a hole in the pier one podium and they had to like flip a. <laughs> it was in the shape of a rose yeah, and they yeah. had to drop it down. Yeah. And whoever had the most roses or most votes was the bachelorette that yeah, season. Yeah. And that yeah, was Caitlin. Yeah. The other one got <laughs> and sent home. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, no booby prize for her. No pun intended. Nope. <laughs> And then the next time this sort of happened is when Michelle and Katie were both announced as bachelorettes too, but they had separate seasons. That is yeah. not the case here. From what I understand, Gabby and Rachel are on the same season and they are dipping into the same pool of men. So it's not so like bad. Gabby's going to have 15 over here and Rachel's going to have 15 over here and they get to do their own thing. No, no. Everybody's picking from the same collective group of 32 guys. Now, will the guys get to say, I don't like you, Gabby, I'd rather be with Rachel, or are Rachel and Gabby going to bicker over one of the guys and say, well, I really like him. I'm sure, I'm confident that they are going to like the same guys at some point. Mm -hmm. But they are, ABC is pitching this as two best friends helping each other find love, which, yay. But... I just can't help but think somebody's going to get mad by the end of this Wouldn't because be surely one guy is going to be go far with both yeah. girls. 
wouldn't it be great if they flipped the script and then Gabby and Rachel had to like um, mud wrestle for a date with one of the guys? <laughs> that might happen too. You never know. That might happen. They have to maybe bowl against each other and whoever gets the lowest score, lowest score in bowling, right? Highest score. Yeah. doesn't matter. I, whoever gets the best score in bowling yeah. wins the date. I, but I think they also, Gabby will have each episode She'll have a group date and a one-on-one date. And then Rachel will have a group date and a one-on-one date. And I think the group dates can overlap. Meaning the guys in the group date. You think they'll be able to horse trade? Like, (laughs) oh, you know, I like Steve, but you know what? Um, I I I don't want to keep John. You can have John and John just (laughs) switches over the bleachers and the rose ceremony or something. Maybe so. Who knows? I don't know. But there's also another rumor that I saw that this wasn't spoilery, I don't think. But I think they will get on an airplane and go places this year, like they sort of did with Clayton's season. But I think somehow I have read that there's going to be a a cruise ship involved or some sort of (laughs) boating apparatus (laughs) involved where I think they get on the boat and they go to the place And probably the one-on-ones or group dates are off and everybody else has to stay on the boat. The the USS gangbang. Probably. Yeah. Because maybe cruise ships have different COVID rules than hotels do. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't be staying in a hotel, but I think, I think there's going to be some sort of ship. But anyway, it's great. We, the guys have come out. ABC actually released all the pictures and the bios, like a little short bio on TikTok that Laura sent me and I sent to you and we looked at them. And since then they are officially on the ABC website, which I usually don't do anything until they're officially on the website because sometimes you have guys in there who aren't really on the show, vice versa. So they're officially on there. We've updated the chart, the Google doc that I'll link to in the show notes. So everybody can follow along because it is much better when you get to see the person and read their bio when we do these kind of episodes. But tradition we've done this for i don't know how many times now maybe the last five or six times but you're going to pick your top five who just intrigue you based on bios alone i'm going to pick my top five i also do some light instagram stalking i have left their handles on there if you're interested in that i know you don't go you don't dive that deep you just go straight abc bio but i would love for you to go first and tell me one of the ones you think has potential. Okay. Well, I didn't do mine. I didn't do any of these picks based on potential at all. Oh. <laughs> um, <well>, so- <laughs> Great. <laughs> what was your criteria for your five then? Um, I just looked for something that would stand out in the, at, in the biography or that oh. made me either shake my head, roll my eyes or laugh. Oh, well then um, that's wonderful. And I just want you to know that as far as um, if I were to, to use a, a comparison here, metaphor, if you will, to uh, to illustrate my deep dive, um, it would be like me walking into water without getting the tops of my toes wet. <laughs> That's about how deep I went into these. You've got so, deep. Got it. Yeah. You were kind enough to send me the 32 men um, all downloaded into a, a Google Doc, which yep. was extremely helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, now, I've gone through it uh, very carefully. Um, and by carefully, I mean within 15 minutes. And uh, the first guy that stands out, and these guys are alphabetical by first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a sales director from Chicago, Illinois. And I know what you're thinking to yourself. Well, anybody could be a sales director from <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. 
Um, this person uh, loves the International Space Station. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like people to, that chew with their mouth open. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> now, now here's two, two significant things about him. Mm-hmm. He is the founding member mm-hmm. of his high school's breakdancing club. Mm-hmm. Electric now, Boogaloo. Ours was, mm-hmm. ours was um, we had one. And, uh, <laughs> no, and you did not. Yes, we did. And it was a guy named... <laughs> Uh, Mike Kavalowitz, who was um, the founding <laughs> member. I don't know if he's a sales director in Chicago now. I don't know whatever happened to that guy, but he was our our guy. Um, now, the were you thing, a member? No, 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 no. I was not. Now, let me let me. Tell Could you, you have been a member? Probably. I bet you I could backspin with the best of them. Enough. Yeah, if I'd have cared enough, I would have. You know, I could have been a member. You can moonwalk, them. right? Um, I. Used to maybe, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, now, now the, the other thing's important to know about this guy is he's thirty six years old. Ouch. Mm. Yeah. Now that's important because if we yeah. do the math, it is what twenty twenty two, right? Mm-hmm. Now, which means this guy was in high school between um, two thousand and two thousand and four ish, right? <laughs> when was the last time before? 2000 that breakdancing was popular. I, I mean, Breakin came out in like 1983. Oh, yeah. Breakin 2 Electric Boogaloo was not much past that. Mm. So we're looking at a good, you know, 16, 17 year gap. <laughs> this guy's I have a theory. Dance. I have a theory. <laughs> I, I, uh, would you like to tell everybody this guy's name? Well, there's a reason I haven't given you the name yet. Because that's the most important part. But but what's your theory? My theory is that this guy told his interviewee person at ABC in the whatever hotel, the Drake Hotel in Chicago, that ballroom that he went to to interview for this thing, mm-hmm. and said he was into crumping or um, breaking or something like that. And the 50-year-old woman wrote down break dancing he was the founding member of his break dancing club and I think you're too kind i think this guy's a chotch um now here we go are you ready for his name yes and and i promise <laughs> colin farrell right yeah i can't wait to see gabby and rachel's face when they say the next guy out of the limo mm-hmm. colin farrell now, i loved him in phone booth mm. Uh, Mr. Darcy, he, Pride and Prejudice, right here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He Colin Farrell was one of those like kind of dirtbag Irish actors that slept with everyone in Hollywood for about three years straight, and now he's <laughs> sort of relegated to random parts. He was in um, what was in the, was the Jeff Bridges movie uh, that he won the Oscar for, um, mm-hmm. whatever that was. He, he played a country singer, which I don't understand. Um, but Colin Farrell is is this is the different Colin Farrell. Now I also want to point out. We've had fake Ryan Gosling. Yes, yes, we, yes. We've had fake Aaron Rodgers. Yes. We had James Taylor, but not the real James Taylor. <laughs> the real James Taylor. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah. And now we have the fake other Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, or the other Colin Farrell. That's true. Yeah. So um, look, maybe he'll get to take her to the space station or he'll chew with her mouth open or one of these girls will you know, break dance with him, but... Let me tell you, if you are looking at this Colin Farrell's picture, 
I would say that he could be potentially the lead in a Hallmark Christmas movie, right? Yeah, he's like a normal looking dude. Yeah, with his mm-hmm. little sweater, and he just he doesn't look. There's nothing um, wrong with the guy, except you know, it's like Michael Bolton in Office Space. You know, it's like who came first, the chicken or the egg? I think yeah. we will call him Farrell is older than this guy, but I'm not sure. Well, let me tell you, Colin Farrell does not look like that on his Instagram page. <laughs> he looks like I mean, a lake rat. Which Colin Farrell are we talking about? <laughs> the other Colin Farrell. Oh. He's got Budweiser t-shirts on and trucker hats and lake life. Yeah, and he cleans up nice. Good for good. Does he cleans up nice and half of his pictures he doesn't have a beard and it's very weird because yeah. he looks way different without a beard. But this you would think, oh, he's handsome boy next door gonna get the girl and he might he really might but that's not what his instagram is i will say though 36 he's he's one of one of the oldest because there are two 36 year olds in here well and listen to this from the biography and i'm quoting here colin is not looking to be the passenger on someone else's train Mm -mm. See, no. that should have been on someone else's rocket ship if he likes yeah. the space yeah, station so much. Exactly. At least keep your metaphors straight. Oh, um, yeah. Well, look, I'm rooting for Colin Farrell just because his name is Colin Farrell. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully he fakes an Irish accent the first night and impresses one of these girls. Look, and by the way, we, we also have to, you know, I'm no good at math, but uh, I'm good enough to know that Colin Farrell's odds are double what they normally would be in light of the extra bachelorette we're throwing in there. That's true. That's very true. And I'm going to say it right now. I think Gabby is smart enough and old enough to go for the well-established older guy. Yeah, that's maybe a good choice. However, you know, 36 may be tipping it a little bit. I think it might be tipping it because she's 31. I think that might feel old man to her. But I bet the 30s, the guys in their 30s, and there's probably about nine, 10 of them. I think that's where she's going to lean, if I had to guess. So, so that's my, my, my first okay. pick. Who is your first pick? Well, I went straight off of who I think is going to go far and who I like based on their bios and their Instagrams. And my first one, I'm going to say his name is Eric with a ch at the end because it's E-R-I-C-H. Doesn't that just feel like Eric? And his last name, I'm looking at him right now, his last name is like Schwer. Schwer. Eric Isn't that that thing that looks like a U that was above the vowel in high school. Mm, yes. No, that's, the that's the schwa. The schwa. You know the schwa? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and also patang. I also remember that one. It's like the O with the line through it. Exactly. Anyway, Eric is a real estate analyst, which I he's 29 real estate anal- analyst from New Jersey. The reason why I like him is that he feels normal, which I know is a big deal for The Bachelor. I like that in his bio, it says he's a handsome guy, which I thought, all right, who is whose quiet confidence is hard to ignore. I like when quiet and confident is together because that feels like He's not going to be in your face. He's not going to be all about the screen time. Yes. And he describes himself as low-key, funny, outdoorsy, a bit mysterious with a fun side. I just like all all of that kind of stuff. His Instagram is very, very outdoorsy. I like what I saw. He has no interest in going into an escape room. 
Do you think they will make him go into escape room? Here's what I like about Eric. <laughs> I think I think it was smart of him saying, I don't have any interest in that, instead of saying, I don't like it or that yeah. I'm scared of it. He just says, I don't have any interest in an escape room. Uh, maybe, maybe that's Eric, Eric's strategy here. <laughs> he can show like a, his skills. <laughs> yeah, he's an escape room aficionado, as it were. Now, the other thing I noticed about Eric's, well, two things I noticed about Eric's biography, mm-hmm. as, as you mentioned him, is that Eric acts with intention and is looking for the real deal. He does. I, well, let, let's hope that he's speaking about relationships and not used cars, <laughs> um, because that's also a place to look for a real deal and act with intention. The other thing is he he uh, he likes, <laughs> this is great, Eric likes his wine, both red and white. Yeah. Don't put him in a box. No, he likes, oh, Yeah. <laughs> But he'll drink it out of a box, I bet. I also like that he dreams of seeing the Northern Lights in person. You and I, every single year, just laugh at these because we say, you can do it. That is achievable. Now, your guy going to the space station, that's a true goal. That's a dream which dreams are made of. But seeing the Northern Lights, I think you can pull it off, Eric. That's like like, uh, Eric dreams of one day seeing Top Gun. Yes. You can do it. It's going to be great. Okay, Eric, twenty nine. That's what. That's my first one. Who's your okay. second? Um, I got to get to him uh, now. Now, the, the reason I picked this guy is because I thought of a a very good country song mm. uh, that uh, that uh, this person uh, shares a namesake with. I'm, I'm on a famous name theme here. You are. This guy's name is John Anderson. Mm. He sang the famous country song "Swinging." Swinging. Right. And Seminole uh, Wind. That's right. Yeah. He is a, uh, this guy's this John Anderson, not the other John Anderson is an English teacher from Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. Uh, he's got kind of the faux beard thing going. Mm. Um, he does frankly look like an English teacher from Tennessee. He's 26, uh, which I think is right in the wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Um, Rachel's 26. A, says here is he's a sweet, genuine, uh, uh, man who will do anything for the people he truly cares Okay, that's a platitude. It's overly broad. It doesn't really say anything about him. Um, he's shy at first, blah, blah, blah. Now, here's the weird part. This is what got my attention. Fun facts. Mm. John. By the way, I wouldn't call this fun. I would call it disturbing. Um, Red flag. <laughs> well, maybe a pink flag. I don't know. we gotta, we got to flesh this out a little bit. John enjoys dressing up so much that sometimes he puts on a suit to go grocery shopping. Mm, boo. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's boring. <laughs> and, but here's the thing, his picture, he's got like a, you know, a button down sweater on no suit. That's not his signature. Look, I think they're lying to us. Guess what? John oh, is a model. Okay. There isn't, anything i can find anywhere that says he's a teacher of any sort okay i don't know whatever man even on his instagram account it's his modeling website that you click on okay good for him well but that was like remember that speaking of signature looks brandon was also with his turtleneck yeah man i don't know if he's bounced back from all of his paradise woes well, you know what, man, that guy dug his own grave. He did. And, and, but I, I did notice that um, there was a Bachelor thing the other day, and it, it's a new reality show, um, sort of like uh, Bachelor on the Beach, whatever that's called. What's it called? Paradise. Yeah, Paradise. 
It's like that. And uh, Blake is on it. Yes. What is it? It's something yeah. on a beach where you have to do something. Yeah. It's like, it's I remember a that. reality contest versus, you know, dating game and surprise, surprise, Blake took the gig. Yeah. Clearly. It so, was, it was memorable for both of us to not. Anyway, not I don't feel, again, I don't feel one way or another about John Anderson. I just, his name caught my attention. The fact that he's dresses up to go to the grocery store. Okay. Sounds good. Here's my next one. It's Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N, Markowitz. He's 29, and it says he's a leisure executive, which I just roll my eyes out. But I found out what it means. When you go on to his Instagram, he also has a website, and it takes you to rental properties on, um, what is that when you go to Florida, and it's that little strip that everybody wants to stay at? Miami Beach? Nope. Um, Coconut Grove? Seaside and Rosemary oh, yeah, yeah. and that, Water. Part of Florida. Yeah, okay. Whatever that is. It's like letters and numbers. Um, mm. <clears throat> 30A, 30A. All, he sells property for that. And so I guess that's why he's saying he's a leisure executive because he will yeah. sell you a leisurely place to live in Florida. But He loves, he loves baked potatoes. Don't we all love baked potatoes? That's one of the reasons why I love him. He likes to end his day in a hot tub, which he's totally meant for The Bachelor. And the last fun fact, he loves country music and would thrive at Stagecoach. Well, speaking of Blake, I'm telling you, horse chow. I love that because to me, that shows that Hayden is kind of thumbing his nose to the, to the, ABC or something. I don't know. I think I thought it was funny that he's saying I could survive at stagecoach. It's great. But he is really into his dog, really into his dog. And I know we have dog lovers who listen to this podcast and I too love a dog, but he's really into his dog. No, and that's can just a guy that's going to get out of the limo with the dog and it's, yeah. Okay. You think? Well, but he looks so happy and smiley and positive and everything seems so fun. And he's just beachy because he sells beach property. So I just, I don't know. I have a good feeling about him. Okay. Who's your third one? Okay. My third one was selected purely because, um, and, and I don't know if they're making a transition, but we have a, a dearth of personal trainers this season. Mm. Um, there, there's nary a one in the bunch. Nary a one. Mario Vassal here. Soul trainer. Yes. He is a personal trainer. He's 31 again, right in the wheelhouse. Yes. Um, he's a ball of energy. I will say the other thing that drew me to him is his picture. Uh, very nice smile. Looks pleasant. Okay. Um, and like he would be kind of fun. That's that was my impression. Yes. Uh, for Mario, fitness is a way of life, which is consistent with his chosen career. Sure. Um, he wants to make his mother proud. One of those guys that could be a little weird. Um, <laughs> And then he's looking for a woman in tune with her emotions. Good mm. luck with that. Um, <laughs> I love it. And then Mario loves tulips. <laughs> Do you think what he means tulips? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> have, you ever heard, have you ever heard my? Uh, have you ever heard my? Yes, thing? and I don't want to hear it again. I don't want to hear it again. But tell everybody, and I'll bleep it out. <laughs> Um, what's better than uh, roses on your piano? Mm-hmm. 
I know it's stupid. Um, so, uh, look, this guy's from Naperville. He he's he reminds me a little bit of Matt James, biography wise, mm-hmm. or whatever. He's yes, a, he's, he's fit. He looks fun. Yes, um, but I, I think he'll make a connection with one of the two. You didn't read my favorite fun fact about him. He's a Tetris superstar. No, <laughs> that's not my favorite. No. He likes to end his day by listening mm-hmm. to 90s R&B. 90s R&B. I support it. I respect is, it. Uh, would that be like Luther Vandross or is that 80s R&B? I think that's 80s R&B, but it's so interesting that you say that because I have here right now pulled up on my computer the greatest R&B songs of the 1990s. Wow. I was going to see if you could, you don't have to do a song. You just have to do the artist in the top well, 20. Beverly you- and Mays. Mm. I don't see them. Uh, Blackstreet? Yes! That's number one! No diggity! There you go. All right. Can you name two more? Uh, 80s R&B. No, 90s R&B. 90s R&B. Wow. Uh, I got Black uh, Blackstreet, no diggity. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Color Me Bad. Yes. No way. <laughs> That's really on there? <laughs> Think of groups. Coloring that. Um, how about Belba DeVoe? Yes, Belba DeVoe. Yeah, of course. Was, Think of girl groups. Uh, Vanity. Uh, no. Apollonia. No. Um, oh, uh, uh, En Vogue. Yes. Thank you. TLC. There you go. That's, That's the one the I biggest, knew you would get. TLC is the biggest, one of the biggest recording R&B groups ever in the history of no. So good. And then and, uh, my favorite is Brandy and Monica. You know, they just did that one song. But the it girl just, is mine or something like the that. Boy the boy is, is mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> and it just blew up. And they're yeah. probably still living off that money. You I don't go, know, Brandy and Monica. I was thinking of the other day where Ray J, who I guess is Brandy's brother. Brandy's brother, yeah. And he's the first guy to like, didn't he make the sex tape with Kardashian? I feel like that's the correct answer, yeah. yes. I don't I was reading something about like an article and he was in it and it mentioned something about he bought some, you know, $25 million house. And I'm thinking, where, <laughs> where, where have I been? How is Ray J? Before- Still killing it after all <laughs> these years. Apparently. Anyway, good for Ray J. Good, good for, for Ray J. Good for Mario Vassal. I think he'll do well. <laughs> Who's your next? The next one is the one, I just want you to guess, and I, I asked you to do this, and I forgot to ask you at the beginning before we started, the one boy that just clearly stuck out as my guy. He just no, had, had hard, my name written all over him. Well, I had a hard time with this because there were some Easter eggs. Um, I know this is probably <laughs> wrong, but the one that I eventually decided upon was Ryan Mula. No. 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 Do you know why? I, I, I and Ryan, Well, I'll talk about it in a minute, but. Um, the reason I chose him as who I thought you would pick is because he loves pineapple, which also happens to be the safe word <laughs> for your podcast. And that's why I thought you would like it. I guess I understand that theory. But if you just look at straight bios, if anybody was going to stick out as Lindsay's favorite, it's clearly Kirk Bryant, the college football coach in Lubbock, oh, Texas. The Lubbock guy. Okay. Who... Before he worked for Texas Tech, he worked for the good old Baylor Bears. Sickum. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, He's wonderful in all the ways that matter. 
Okay, no, I, I definitely I miss that, and, and maybe maybe we shouldn't be friends anymore. But um... <laughs> he also would love to visit Santorini one day, and I say, make it happen, Kirk. Right, and, make but it also, happen. He never wears white while eating spaghetti, and that's just smart. Right. Well, and considering that the all the buildings are white in Santorini, perhaps you shouldn't <laughs> eat spaghetti in Santorini. Here's the deal, though. Do you think that? He's right in the middle between Rachel and Gabby. So he could go either way because he's 29. But do you think either of them would want to be a coach's wife? Because he's a real coach. Yeah. He really coaches college football. Well, here's here's my my take on that. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Because I think someone like Tasha, for instance, who is really into sports, might dig that. Um, So we'd have to see what Gabby and Rachel want. However, I think the real question – and we addressed this back in uh, who's the guy that hit the guy that almost killed the guy, Chris, uh, uh-huh, the farmer. Yeah. Yeah. The farmer. Remember the look on that girl's face when he brought her back to Iowa mm. and he was like, this is where I live. Yeah. And she, she said, was like, I'm what? out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, Louis Vuitton store within a hundred miles. <laughs> I'm out. The question is, do you want to live in Lubbock? Right. Because you know, you and I know this as Texans, uh, Lubbock is pretty bare. Not a lot out there. And uh, although Lubbock, you know, you could build a nice life there. So that's the bigger question for me. I'm 90% sure this guy lives in our family. His family's from Austin. Like he grew up in Austin. I feel like there's a lot of Austin-y things too on his Instagram. But he's my first pick for for Lindsay as my favorite. I've decided I'm rooting for Captain Kirk. Okay, good for you. Okay, tell me your fourth. Okay, now this is important um, (laughs) because... Mm -hmm. I'm going to need your um, help with something. Yep. Now, normally, um, it would be difficult to pronounce some last names that are ethnic. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like like my real name, for instance. Um, or the next guy's last name happens to be Sobieski. Yes. It's fine. I think Mouthful. it's – Yeah, it's phonetic. You can, you can just sound it out. However, the first name, mm-hmm. I want your opinion on this, mm-hmm. uh, is R-O-B-Y. Yes. Um, is that Robbie? Is it Roby? I, I don't think we know. I'm going to say Roby. Well, that would be consistent with the vowel sound in his last name. So it'd be Roby Sobieski. Yes. Um, but then Robbie Sobieski doesn't sound too far out of whack either. No. Now, some interesting facts about Roby, Robbie, mm. is that uh, he is an advanced scuba diver. That's fun. Fun. Uh, he went all the way through elementary high and high school only learning in French. Probably because he lived in France. Yeah. Uh, he's from Los Angeles. Uh, now, LA. Here's wow. The creepy, here's the creepy part because he does have a little Josh Groban <laughs> vibe going on with the hair. Um, Ro- Roby, let's just, the hell with it. Let's just call him Roby because that's mm. the way it's called. Roby wants to live in a home with secret rooms and hidden tunnels in it. Now, you can make it happen, Roby. <laughs> As if that's not weird enough, occupation, mm. magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I was thinking about Roby here and I thought, well, he's very, very effective magician. You know how I know that? Nope. Because he's made a B and his name disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I think the million dollar question for Rachel and Gabby 
and look, by the ten, by the end of the season, if Gabby comes out and she's G A B Y, I think we know where she's going. With it. <laughs> the million dollar question is: Can you make it reappear? <laughs> Now, here's the other thing. Now, I've talked about this on your podcast before. I hate magic. (laughs) I hate it. Like, if you, if I, I mean, it's not that I don't appreciate the coordinate, like, like the Chris Angel show and all that stuff. It's, it's a complicated thing. It's showmanship to it. I get it. That's just stupid. And there's, this guy is going to like make himself appear somewhere out of the limo or he's going to have, he's gonna have a deck of cards with him. Like, all exactly. And I am just not going to be able to stomach that. However, <laughs> I'm rooting for Roby or Robbie. Or <laughs> he's so Roby. Until the bee comes back, until he makes it reappear. Yeah. He is yeah. Roby. <laughs> I think you should call him Josh Roby. <laughs> oh, man. Um, right. I, he has by far the highest Instagram account. I don't even know if anybody is over 10,000, but Roby is 33,000 because he's connected with Chris Angel and, and actually does, I think he has, he, he does it somewhere in Vegas. He does his magic somewhere. He has a residence somewhere. So good for, for Roby. Good for Roby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My next one is Nate. And I like Nate. I, I, what, where I where I pause on Nate, he is a he's thirty three again. That older guy, electrical engineer, real job, Chicago, Illinois. Love it. He's full package. It says he's humble and hardworking, lives life to the fullest. What I like about him is he seems very real, except for his favorite movie is How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That just doesn't even make sense because that's yeah, halfway not a good movie. But he enjoys an occasional gas station icy. I can get behind that. He doesn't, right. And he doesn't do mosh pits. I can get behind that too. You know, do you know what mosh stands for? No. Oh, it's, that's, that's like a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an an anagram. Is that what they call it? No. M-O-S-H stands for um, mass of seething humanity. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Look it up. Mosh pit. Acronym. Yeah, it's an acronym. When I say anagram, means it's spelled yeah. backwards. Right? Yeah, it's acronym. Yeah. So mass of seething humanity. Seething humanity? Did that yeah. come from the grunge generation? Probably. Okay, yeah, I think so. I don't remember moshing with anyone when I was. <laughs> um, you were too busy. Let me ask you this though: mm-hmm. What about Nate's hair? I know you were going to say that. Here's the yeah. deal. He's got a very Jordan, um, wait, no, not that Michael size. B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, look about him from Black Panther, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, the bad guy in Wakanda. If he took his shirt off, he'd have all those little pock marks on him. He has that look with that hair. I am hopeful that by the time he gets on, he will have done something with that situation. It'll be I'm a little seeing, bit calmed down. I'm seeing some red flags here. I mean, how no. lose is, he likes thoughtful things. He he likes picnics. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with liking thoughtful things? <laughs> this guy might be a pushover. I'm just saying. All right, fine. Who's your last one? Uh, now my last one is uh, is Spencer. Yeah, I. Uh, 
Spencer's a, he's an enigma for me. Spencer Swiez or Swiez, S-W-I-E-S. Now he is a venture capitalist um, and another guy from Chicago, a lot of Midwestern guys mm-hmm. this season. Um, he's a man of service who is committed to finding something significant. Again, Vague. very broad statement. We have mm-hmm. no idea what that means. That, that, that could mean he's a waiter somewhere. It could mean he's very religious. It could mean that he does charity work. It could mean anything. Uh, something significant can mean, you know, he, he's looking to step on a nail or, you know, he's looking to find a cure for cancer. We don't know about cancer. But it's significant. It's significant, mm-hmm. though. Um, nothing makes him happier than seeing the Detroit Lions win, which means he's probably miserable. Um, <laughs> he gets a lot of compliments on his eyebrows, which yes. are for now. He looks like a little, little. He looks like a Muppet a little bit. No, he's got good eyebrows. Yeah, nice and thick. Uh, but here, here's why I picked him uh, because Spencer and I share something in common. <gasps> what? Um, he thinks EDM is ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> Now, here's another mysterious thing. Spencer says he's not your stereotypical, quote, let's grab a drink kind of guy. Mm, then what kind of guy is he? He might be a let's slip something in your drink. (laughs) We don't know know yet. He he feels very bro to me. like A little, but he also looks like he could be charming. He could be. He could be. He could be. I have. I have some of those on my, uh, you know, on my um, what's it called? Honorable mention list. Just yeah, my, a few my, of them where I just paused and thought, not, do I like that person? Yeah. Well, I know I'm going at a turn at a turn here, but but I I, I already mentioned that my honorable mention is um, Ryan is, is Ryan because he said pineapple. Right. <laughs> but he's the only thirty six year old. You can't have two thirty six year olds. Yeah. But here's the other thing that what, why Ryan really didn't make it for me. Uh, Ryan wants a Nicholas Sparks type of relationship. <laughs> I mean, can you pause it while I throw up? Um, and then what he do you goes, think that means? It, it, in it means your, in your words, in your brain, you tell us what you think the Nicholas Sparks romance means. It means he wants to quit his job at the lumber yard and break his back building a house for a woman who cheats on her husband and, and um, they Doesn't weren't married. Oh, oh, they were engaged. <laughs> they were. It's bad. Uh, okay, so, but but also, so not only this, but but so he says he wants a Nicholas Spark relationship, and then you're like, okay, you're rolling your eyes because it's The Bachelor. Everyone says the Notebook, and then he says, "Will this journey be quote a walk to remember?" Yeah, <sighs> uh, juking because he's 36. He yeah. he goes way back to Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> He's also a proud Botox enthusiast, which I think for a man is kind of weird. Mm. Um, I didn't he, like that he said he's ready to get wifed up. Yeah, no, it's he speak that, that and what did that when you said that it's kind of broish? That's this guy to me. Yeah, okay. He just, he looks like I could just see this guy high fiving at happy hour after work. You know, one of those yeah. guys. So, I can see that. But he's my he's my he is my honorable mention because he did mention the safe word for pineapple. <laughs> Well, my last one is actually two people because I got them confused. At first, I thought, yeah, Tyler's my fifth one. And then I went back and went, yeah, Zach's my fifth one. And I thought, I can't really tell them apart. And so it's kind of a mixture of Tyler, Zach. They're both 25 babies, just little babies. They're basically the same guy, but they both feel safe. I don't like that. I mean, Tyler is 25. with a, He's a small business owner. Do you think it's a TikTok something or a YouTube something? 
That could be an Etsy shop where he sells, you know, puka beats. Who knows? I think Tyler might be the one this season who's going to pick one to love and love hard. You know? Yeah. He's going to he's gonna hold on tight and they're going to, and, and his heart will be broken. Well, he's I a think, good multitasker, so maybe he can date both women. He's not a good multitasker. Oh, not a good multitasker. <laughs> I misread that. Yeah. Well, one at a time. He he dreams of visiting every park in the MLB, which I think is right up there with the space station, the International Space Station. So go Colin and go Tyler. I think they dream big. Now, Zach is the last one. And he, I mean, I feel like he's he's Tyler as all all the same thing. And he wants to be Spider-Man for a day, which, you know, you can sort of make that happen. Anyway, that's the one that I just kind of, he says that um, he loves beach beach volleyball and has mastered the Top Gun high five. Do you know what the Top Gun high five is? Unfortunately, I do. Okay. Have you seen Top Gun colon Maverick? I have not yet, but I've, Are you going I've to? seen it says it's excellent. Yes. I yeah. want you to go see it and then we need to talk about it. We just did a podcast on it, me and Todd and... Laura, so good. I won't my get into mom, it right now. Even my mom was like, she goes, you know what? I don't, I don't even like Tom Cruise. And he was he was tolerable in this movie. That's my mom's way of saying it's excellent. Well, let me tell you this. There are nine guys in their 30s. So I think that's pretty good. If yeah, a lot, of these, guys are, a lot of these guys are in their late 20s. But the other thing, did you notice there's a, which baffles me, a set of twins I was going to go there because you are a twin. First of all, the twins are 24, which bless it. I believe, in my opinion, the twins are going to be the D-bags, the jack wagons, the chachas of the season. Both of of them describe themselves are hardworking go-getters who enjoy clubbing in New York City's hot spots. And they also identify the other brother as, quote, their favorite wingman. Which, if that isn't like the that, that is like a D bag, it's like you're going down the highway and every exit says D bag one, D bag two. Like there's there's no exit from this place that doesn't lead you to a couple of idiots. Oh, they're going to be problematic, I think, and I don't think they're going to be. Oh, look at all the trickeration. I think they're going to be those D bags. Yeah, exactly. That just stand by each other all night long and make fun of everyone else. And then they're going to do the whole, like, which is going to annoy me because I'm a twin, like where they like try to trick, you know, they switch places or whatever. Yeah. Stupid humor. But, but here, here's the funniest part about this. I'm glad we brought these, these guys up because Justin, um, the, the second, the other twin as he's identified, it says, if, 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 now I want you to tell me what's wrong with this sentence. Hmm. If Justin Y could live in any other decade, he would choose the early 90s. <laughs> the last time I checked, the decade was 10 years. Mm-hmm. So the early 90s really isn't a decade. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because he was born in the late 90s. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a guy I live all the way back then. Good Lord. World War II wasn't even over. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Um, there's a 23-year-old, which yeah. I think is way too young, way, way too young. There is a 25-year-old who is a life coach. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm going to hire him tomorrow. Plus 15, <laughs> in the 15 to 18 demographic, I might, <sighs> I might see what his retainer is. Um, we have a videographer, a photographer, and a magician, which we talked yeah. about, Roby. Yeah. Uh, we have a bartender, a teacher, which he really isn't a teacher. He's a, yeah, physical therapist. We have my coach. We have an engineer. We have a meatball, meatball enthusiast. Oh, which, yeah, that guy. You know, what yeah. does that even mean? I'm assuming his family owns an Italian restaurant. Yeah, we have twins. It's, it's a big deal, but there are five guys in stale sales, yeah. three guys in real estate, five guys in banking, two in software. We've got a smattering of different career paths, which I think we is do. good. Um, one, one, one question I had, and I'm just scrolling through these, was, was one guy um, – is a mentality coach. Yes. Sure that is. Uh, and then he loves mangoes, has written two books and says he's his own favorite author. I had a question for you. Um, do you love mangoes? <laughs> I've recently discovered I like mango margaritas. Okay. Now do <laughs> that counts. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fruit serving. Lindsay loves mangoes soaked in tequila. Um, <laughs> Lindsay has written two books and says she's her own favorite author. No. When asked what she fears in life, Lindsay says, quote, I don't choose fear. I don't choose fear. Who is this again? This is Chris. Chris. Yeah, Chris. From Redondo Beach, California. Is he the 23-year-old? No, he's 30. Oh, 30. Okay. Well, you know, I I don't want to step on anybody's dreams here, but I think that uh, (laughs) my my experience with most of these, like, self-help, you know, like, guys like this is that it's just the same message repackaged a hundred different ways and 90% of them don't believe it. Yeah. And I hate to be cynical, but it just, that's the way this strikes me, but whatever. I want you to go look at Tino real quick. Tino was on the bubble for me. I mean, his full name, Tino, what? Tino Franco. That's a cool name. Do you think he's related? (laughs) What's the guy's name? The guy that was. James Franco? No, 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 no. The, 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 the date guy that's the photographer, isn't he like a Franco or something? Oh, yeah, a Franco. <laughs> he has a Miles Teller look about him. He does have a Miles Teller. That's the second, the second I pulled it up, he looks just like him. Yes. I don't know. He's it, uh, He says 90% of what he eats is meat. That kind of rolled my eyes about at it. And he dreams of surfing in Bali. Make it happen, Tino. And he enjoys reading the Wall Street Journal, which I thought, Let's let's prove that. But Tino was on the bubble for me. I want to say, for some reason, don't ask me why, Johnny was on the bubble for me. First of all, I think Tino Franco is the coolest name of the bunch. Well, what about Johnny DeFilippio? No, I don't like that guy. De, De Filippi- I feel like that should be Adele. DeFilippio. You don't like him? He's very, very, very it's laid back. Filippo, by the way. It's what? Johnny DeFilippo. DeFilippo. Yeah. Johnny DeFilippo. He's very laid back, but he's also 25. I feel like all the 25-year-olds, I'm not really sure about, but Rachel may like that. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's going to depend on the girls. I don't, honestly, I don't remember either one of these girls. I really don't. I don't remember. I, I mean, if you told me Gabby and Rachel were the bachelorettes, I'd say, yeah, but I don't remember a thing about either one of them. Here's one, Justin yeah. Bud Fulowski. How would you say it? Bud Bud Filoski? I feel like he's a physical therapist in California, which I think is going to be very important for these people who all end up on the West Coast. And he's 32. 
Again, he older guy, real job. I feel yeah. like Gabby's going to be looking for that. He loves the smell of jasmine too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just hope the jasmine's not on this season. <laughs> <laughs> he loves and- the smell of jasmine. I wonder if he loves the smell of the other strippers. Um, <laughs> no. When I see Justin Bud Flowski, I think of uh, B-U-D. That, that spells oh. Bud. My is Buford Elon Davis. No one really calls me Buford except my grandmother. B-U-D in my initials. That spells Bud. <laughs> oh, urban cowboy for you there. That is. There's also um, a John, a Johnny, two Jordans, and two Justins. So that's going to be really confusing. But the second Jordan, Vandergriff. He's yeah. the drag racer. And for That's some reason I was I was interested in him too, just because he's different. Yeah. Now I also want to agree with something that Jordan V said in his in his uh, drag racing biography. What did he here. say? He says that the most romantic gift you can give is a handwritten letter. I would tend to agree with I that. I would agree with that too, JV. Yeah. Now as long as it's not like a threatening, like I will find you type of letter. <laughs> I mean, the content is important too, but I'll go ahead and agree with it. In principle, it is very romantic to give somebody a handwritten letter. That's good. I agree. I write letters all the time. Yeah. What are your uh, What are your thoughts this season? So you're saying uh, substantial travel. I'm going to say that um, these guys, from reading all the bios, are looking for a woman who loves to travel, I think. Because, you know, remember, Rachel is a pilot. Oh, that's a right. Now, I do this. Yes. yes, I do remember who she is. Gabby is a nurse. Gabby, someone you need to go listen right after this to a YouTube something that shows you their their new marketing, the new PR, and listen to her voice. Somebody has tried to help her with her voice. And like to me, it sounds worse. Mm-hmm. Like what was wrong with her voice to begin Remember with? Remember that she sort of talked like this. It's just a little bit like this, a little bit yeah, with yeah, a question yeah. mark at the end of everything. And she kind of talked like this. Oh, I feel like gosh. somebody has removed the question mark. And so now she just talks like this because she's told not to go up at the end. Wow. It's, it's like not great. Johnny, like watching Johnny Depp testify. Probably so, yes. But it's all for the promo stuff. So you know there's some coach there that's walking her through that. So hopefully whenever she's being real and walking around wherever at the mansion, she'll be normal. Yeah. Well, that's good. And I haven't seen um, Jesse Palmer make any appearances. Is yeah, he still he's, he's definitely the host because he is on the official website as okay. the host. Yes, well, I thought I think we we we, uh, we we don't take it personally that he replaced our host Chris Harrison, right? Um, but also, I, I think he's appropriate for the job. Yeah, um, and I think he'll do a good job. Now, I'm not sure he's appropriate. Like, like he's not the the fireside chat kind of guy. He's like, not. He is not. Nobody's calling Jesse Palmer to come help out with any kind of problems. But if you remember, there were also some promo shots of the girls with Michelle Young. What's is she married no. yet, or what's She's her? She's not married yet. No. Has anyone broken up? Like, are we? Are, She's are, still with Nate. Yes, because really? I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. What so, about uh, what about other any other happy couples? How are are uh, is uh, fake Aaron Rodgers and yes. JoJo got married? 
I saw a picture of those two the other day, and she looked fantastic. Yep. She looks like she's in really good shape. After both, seven and a half years, yeah, of they look. They both, <laughs> they both look really happy. So good for good for them, man. Um, and then, uh, uh, and I've seen like, Clayton and what's her name are still together because yeah, I follow I follow her on. You think that's, it's fake? Yeah, it's fake. That'll oh, be okay. That's like uh, who's the gay guy? Colton. Mm-hmm. And what's, I, I think that's that situation. I think they're they don't want to they don't want anyone to step on this season's toes. And so when it's sufficiently out of the uh, out of the harbor, those two will announce a breakup. That's my ah, prediction. Okay, I've heard that Bachelor in Paradise is uh, filming right now. Mm. So we should get a cast out for that pretty soon. Well, it's a good thing it's not hot. That's true. <laughs> it's like a thousand degrees here. Oh, I here too. Imagine what it is in Mexico. Oh, geez. I Have you know. ever been to Mexico in the summer? No. I remember. So I went down to Playa del Carmen, and I will never forget. So I'm on the beach or in the pool all day, and then I go shower up, and I, you know, I, I musk up. You know, I got my my money dinner shirt on, and I had like a pair of like light, like not linen, but light, you know, pants, and um. I walked, I walked out of my hotel room and my glasses instantly <laughs> fogged up. I couldn't see anything. And it literally felt like somebody hit me with a blow dryer. Yeah. Um, You're walking around want, in the mouth of yeah, a giant. I would not want, or another orifice, um, I would not want to be laying in a hammock having someone Mm-mm. tell me I don't love them enough in that environment. <laughs> So hot. Get off me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. I don't love you. Go away. <laughs> I'd be like in the boom, boom room all by myself. I'd be like, look, I know what goes on there. I'm willing to take that on on my own. If there's air conditioning. air conditioning alone, it's worth yeah, like, it. You guys can film it. I don't care. I just want the air on. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And thanks to some guy in Austin for helping me dig through all these bios. Remember, there is a link in the show notes for you. So make sure to check them all out. On another quick note, June podcasts will be a bit on the sporadic side. As I mentioned, I'm going to have knee replacement surgery, but I will definitely be back in July for The Bachelorette. In the meantime, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show the shoe. You can review shoes, but you review shows on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. And now it's time for a breakdown. Never gonna get it, 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 never gonna get it.